Everybody and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined as always by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? Tom, to quote a band we inexplicably never talked about in six fucking years of doing this show, mm-hmm. it's something unpredictable, and in the end, it's right. I hope you had the time of your life. I don't want to be an American idiot. Green Day. <laughs> Man. Also, my name is Tom Takar, not Tom to quote. <laughs> can't believe you didn't know that. That is crazy. We're going to start, start there. We're going to start there because yeah, we're using this episode to briefly talk about some bands we never covered in our long run in this show before. This is like, it's the second to last episode. You know, in an HBO show, the second to last episode of all the season is when all the loose ends get yes. tied up and then the last one's kind of a coda. That's what we're doing mm-hmm. here, I would say. Mm-hmm. The last one is where uh, Tom pours the wine back into uh, the bottle at the wedding, and uh, this one is where the the stakes are set up for that to be cool. Um, it's succession, baby. <laughs> Tommy came on with such a great intro, and you just limped, limped off the of look. You're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) We should introduce our guest, Bobby Condon. He's got a special out on YouTube. He's been sharing some very funny clips of. Check that out. Hey, yeah, free on YouTube. And and I am promoting it, but not tirelessly like some of our friends (laughs) who I won't name. Jangle Gold, for instance. My God, the promotion. Enough already. It's a great special. Check out Django's special. You're promoting it again? Great. But come on, man. Give it a fucking rest. Also, check out mine, Bobby Connick. YouTube. Hey, Tommy's got one coming out himself. Give the people yeah, the right. info. That's true. 11.9. And uh, officially will be an album on 11.10 with the special thing records. My old pals. Released my first album. Very excited to work with them again. So get ready for that. Subscribe. To and I saw YouTube. that live. It was fucking badass. It'll be great. Thank you, Bobo. Yeah. Cannot wait it to was, see it. Well, it clip. was great. It will be great on the on the record. It too. was great. It does not hold the test of time <laughs> <laughs> for when it's released. <laughs> so a much has changed. A lot of the Israel Palestine stuff, and it didn't age well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the timing could not be worse, but we're happy for Tommy. <laughs> and I can't change it. <laughs> Tom, do you got a damn thing that you've done any time in the last five months? I had an album come out not that long ago. No one remembers that crap. <laughs> no one. Everyone forgot. No, album. no, no. Takar Noir <laughs> is available. It's out oh, there. Oh, yeah, that's baby. right. That is, that, what, what a great title. It was a hit. People like it. I also have another project coming up that I will uh, oh, I will uh, explain later, perhaps. But uh, very what? exciting Why don't stuff. You just in tell the us works. what the fuck it is right now. I, I shan't. <laughs> uh, but shan't I, the bed starting off this show, too. No, no. You don't understand. It's a different time zone where I am. You don't get it. It's It's. <laughs> It's the crack of 10 in the morning here. <laughs> I need time to cook, baby. I need time to warm up. 
I roll out of bed and start the podcast up. It's not right. Give me until about 30, 40 minutes in. I'll have my coffee kicking. I'm going to be killing this What are you drinking, by the way? I did drink a nice coffee. (laughs) It does look like wine. (laughs) I'm having my morning wine. Let that kick in. (laughs) Uh, What is that? This is just iced coffee with no ice in it. Oh, okay. (laughs) It was one of those cold brew concentrate things. So I had to to drink it, drown it in water. I'm, well, you ask me a question, you don't even want the answer. What does what this world even come to? This is just like Israel, Palestine in so many ways. <laughs> so many ways we won't discuss because we have vans to discuss today. Because we need to talk about important stuff like Green Day. Yes, it is crazy. I am nominating as, a, as the first topic. It did not. We asked our listeners uh, on the Patreon and Discord some bands that we never talked about they wanted to hear our takes on. Yes. And I've got a list of them, but I want to start with Green Day because I, I had that realization. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that I love Green Day. They were one of my first favorite bands when I was a young man, like sixth, seventh grade. I was kind of obsessed with Green Day. I remember thinking that the When I Come Around video was like the coolest a human could possibly be. Uh, specifically, there's a part of that video. I love that song. Mm-hmm. There's a part of that video where they walk by a payphone and Billy Joe takes the phone off the off the thing on the payphone then they keep walking i was like that's the coolest thing a man can do <laughs> it is pretty cool it's that's the real thing that's been taken away from us in this cell phone world you know there's no payphones that you can fuck up you know they took that steve jobs took that away from us and we should dig him up and kick his ass that's my two cents bobby what are your thoughts on green day <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. Moving on from Tom. That's what, what the hell? Phones. Uh, <laughs> Green Day fucking rules, man. Dookie was is an all time yes. great album. I remember the um, video for Longview coming mm. on when I lived in my old house in Bolingbrook. So I must have been like in fourth or fifth grade. And he said masturbation in it. Yes. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, holy shit, this guy's speaking my language. You know? <laughs> my, my mom had, had just forced me to look it up a year before after an incident. Look up and, what? Um, masturbation? Look up the word masturbation. Why? Because she oh caught God. me jerking off. Jeez, do I got to fucking paint a picture for she you? She made you look up the word masturbation because you're yeah, just, and it seems encyclopedia- like you already had it figured out. <laughs> she's like she 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 got on the encyclopedia and i'm like what looking at it, it's like hell? it's not gonna be in the encyclopedia you know and we couldn't find it in there and she's like well anyway it's something you should do at your father's age i'm like all right but Wait, then you're supposed to do that till you're 40 <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking i got this is a fucked up story bobby what the guys hell? you know some of my relationship quirks well this is where <laughs> they come from all right so, so you anyway. take out the Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> <and then you, laughs> Back to the damn topic, though. Green Day, they fucking rule. Tom, yeah, the, uh, what are your thoughts? On well, I uh, that masturbation thing, I remember when I learned that, that what that song was about, I was like, this is fucked up. And it was about halfway through the song when he says masturbation. <laughs> but it's still, I was like, this is crazy that they're just playing this on uh, on MTV or whatever. You know? The song but is not about masturbation. He's Tom. talking about it's biting just... his lip and, uh, master- and jerking off. Close my eyes. Oh yeah, I guess oh, it's maybe about, it is. yeah, it's about jerking off. You, you gotta read yeah. that encyclopedia article. Yeah, you gotta again. get back. <laughs> They've updated the encyclopedia article. <laughs> you gotta get the new edition, man. Um, 
No, I have. I've told this story on the podcast before. I have a very scarring moment with Green Day because uh, when American Idiot came out, I loved it. I was all in on American Idiot, and I had uh, <laughs> "Wake Me Up When September Ends" as my ringtone in high school, and uh, it went off in class, and it was very loud, and the teacher was pissed, and also. Uh, a guy uh, in the class like yelled out like, "And that song fucking sucks!" And everybody laughed really hard. And uh, <laughs> I was I was humiliated. I was bested, and so I changed my ringtone to "Pimping All Over the World" from, <laughs> from Luda. Um, Inside and, a man, there are two wolves. It's true. <laughs> that that kind of was the day that my whole life changed. So. <laughs> and I became the Tom that you know on this very day. So <laughs> I became a straight pin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I that's what uh that's what Green Day means to me. But uh I really loved America. I thought American Idiot was so fucking cool when it came out, even though it's like it's probably it's probably one of their worst <laughs> things that they've ever well, done. But that was, was the I one that it. like they became I mean, they were always fairly mainstream since dookie but like that one i think they got all their critical reception but like at my mm-hmm. age when that came out i was kind of like i honestly and I, I this sounds like so snobby but it's like oh now green day has jumped on the we hate george bush thing and it's like uh, all right now it's officially <laughs> dumb yep. you know go woke, go bush broke now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bobby was on the original some... go woke go broke guy <laughs> <laughs> there are some really good songs on american idiot yeah. though i feel like you know, just like how corny Boulevard of Broken Dreams and like yeah. September ends are, mm-hmm. is that like it kind of distracts you? Like, what's her name? Jesus of Suburbia. Jesus of Suburbia there's rules, actually. Really yeah. good song. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's some good songs on that. I mean, I think Dookie's the definitely the best, but Nimrod had some great songs. Warning had, had some songs I really liked. Yeah. Um, great band. So yeah, Green Day. I think we're all in agreement. Love Green Day. They get Day. the thumbs up. They rule. The greatest Irish band of all time. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to go in. I just made this list. I'll go in reverse order. The next one someone brought up was The Outfield. I only know that one song. What is uh, that again? I, I feel like we've listened to that song on the podcast, but I could. I'm, we must not have if they're, if they're asking for it. Your Love, yeah, is the song. Yeah. That's the only one I know. Hmm. I want to play it for a second. Oh, yeah. Okay. I do know that song. That's a great yeah. song. It's a classic, classic 80s song. Yeah. Are yeah. they I a one hit wonder? Wait, 60s, since you've been gone. Prime. <laughs> since you've been gone is great, too. Oh, wait. I fucking love The Outfield. Are wait, you thinking th- of Kelly Clarkson? No, it's uh, <laughs> this one is the. Hold on. Go ahead and play it now. Play it. No one can. You're on mute. No, you won't be able to hear it. The oh. people at home will. That was some oh. Oh. Yeah, that's I know that song. That uh, sorry, that's for the the people at home. Uh, Bobby, I should have warned you. You because of the Zoom audio. This is part of the reason we're not doing the fucking podcast anymore. Because of people like you, come on, they, they need the they need to hear the songs themselves. It's so selfish and greedy. I feel um, that your love song was like made a big resurgence when I was in college, and I don't know why. I don't know if it was like in a movie or something, but I remember going to a Sox game and one of our. It, might have been Brian Anderson had it as his like come up music coming mm. up to bat. It was that song. It was kind of funny. 
That's wild. That's yeah. a jam. They had yeah. another big resurgence because there was that SNL sketch where they kept playing it. Um, oh. And that was maybe 10 years ago, five years ago, something like that. Was that um, before they went woke? Because that's when Bobby stopped watching. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, the, the outfield. Okay. I think that's the only the only one yeah. we know. That's tough. Next that's one. tough one. Yeah. Someone said, I think Bobby is a fan of this next one. Elliot Smith. Bobby, do you have oh. any Elliot Smith thoughts? Oh, fuck yeah. I saw Elliot Smith's third to last concert. This he isn't. Would, see, this is why we had you on. If exactly. we had Tim on, he'd have nothing to say like this. So. <laughs> I, I, uh, so it was 2003. So the summer after my first year, my freshman year in college, they had this field day festival that they put together in New York. And it was, it was like when Lollapalooza had just come back, I think the year before, or, or yeah, came back and was in Chicago. And so this field day festival was in Long Island and it was, Radiohead, who had just come out with Hail to the Thief, Elliot Smith, back spiritualized, blur, Beastie Boys, like a wow. just like all my like favorite bands at the time, you know? Crazy. And um, so we 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 bought tickets, me and my friend Nick and my friend Eric, who's a little older, and we were gonna drive out here to see it. And the night before we left, it was a it was a two or three-day festival. The night before we left, we get an email from the festival promoter saying, all right. Um, turns out we didn't get the permit for the land. We were going to, we were oh, going to have this thing on. So at the last second, they restaged it at giant stadium. It was one, they changed like half the bands dropped out, but a lot of the, the big ones did yard stayed like Radiohead, BC boys and stuff. But they, so they played one day in, in giant stadium, half the bands were inside and half were outside in the parking lot. It was a rainy, miserable day. And Elliot Smith played in the parking lot. He sounded, you know, like a guy who was on death's doorstep and 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 looked it. And um, it was a really like cool experience and also like really sad in retrospect. But like he is like Elliot Smith gets the sad sack moniker. Such an incredible musician. He sound he's very Beatlesy. You know, like his guitar is very George Harrison sounding. He's one of my absolute favorite musicians of all time. Tons of thoughts about Elliot Smith. He's he's the greatest. Beautiful, Mister Misery. Yeah, what you say? <laughs> he's called Mister Misery, which is cool. It sounds like a Batman villain. I like <laughs> that. that is, sounds like a Stephen Misery. King. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I have still not had an Elliot Smith phase. I know that it is coming oh. at some point because yeah, it's be, like, yeah, send us some everyone... songs, Bobby. Give us an Elliot Smith face. Oh, I'll yeah. send you. I'll send you guys a little playlist. I didn't. I'll I didn't know you guys playlist. were like into him. He's fucking. Yeah. Crap. I don't know enough. Well, so yeah. many, yeah, uh, so many people who I have similar music taste to like adore Elliot Smith. So I just like know that it is coming at some point. It has not happened yeah. to me yet, but uh, hopefully I'll get to see him live in concert. <laughs> <laughs> I have not read up on the man. <laughs> hey, once we're all in heaven together, we can see any musicians we want. <laughs> yeah, it would suck if you went to me. heaven. It's all it's all only Christian bands that are up there. Jars of clay and DC talk headlining again. Send me to hell. It's just a sick ass music fest down there. Uh, one of the great bits in Stella that they had is they're like talking about like the jam band in heaven, and they're like, 
Jimi Hendrix on guitar, John Bonham on drums, the guy from Blind Melon singing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. The next band we got was Garbage. They are only happy when it rains, from what I've heard. <laughs> that's, that's tough for them. It's the opposite of Tommy. He's <laughs> famously very upset when it rains. Tuesday in New York. Uh, it switched to Saturdays this year. I don't know if you guys have been keeping yeah, it up. Has, it it now. Very, yeah, I have noticed that. As I'm someone LA, who plays softball on Saturdays, it, uh, it, it'd be like sunny all week and then rain every Saturday the last like four weeks. Brutal. We got to get you boys to beautiful sunny Los Angeles where it I'll never there rains. next month. Hell yeah. You're going Wait, next month, Tommy? I gotta see those dates again. I have to go to fucking St. Louis. Uh, Oh, this is a good way to plug. (laughs) I gotta go to fucking St. Louis. I'll be at the Funny Bone (laughs) November 15th through the 19th or something like that. Uh, and then beautiful Argentina, where I will not be doing any stand-up shows. Maybe we should do a show out there, Bobby. Uh, A friend of mine sent me um, sent me a wreck for a a, show. venue out there or a show an english language show Ooh, maybe we should yeah, go I, I, I gotta figure out i gotta remember or see what if it's a day that we're there nice. but yeah um i think so I'm wait paranoid. what about garbage yeah guys? i think i'm paranoid i like that uh, song love only happy when it rains love stupid girl i think that's a great song yeah uh, i don't know if i know stupid girl i'm a stupid uh, girl, girl. well special that's all great. i can do yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, a bunch I, of great tunes. Yeah, yeah. I I never got super into them, but I like the hits. And Shirley Manson was hot. I I always thought that she was married to Marilyn Manson on account of the last name, but I think that's actually her last name. Oh shit! No relation, huh? Yeah, pretty no. crazy. They are from Madison, Wisconsin, which is cool, and I did not know. Really, that I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah. Wait, isn't yeah Marilyn Manson's name isn't Manson? Right? No, What's it's Brian Warner. That's but right. I, yeah. I was a young man. God, I was like, I was dumbing myself <laughs> down to your shit. And I was like, wait, why was that? Uh, Butch Vig, drummer for Garbage. Cool name. Oh, yeah. And he produced uh, In Utero, Nirvana's In Utero. Oh, shit. No, he produced um, Nevermind. It was Albini that produced. That is correct. That was a good. That was a good. No, Tommy. Tommy was simply testing you. He was doing one of his famous twisted tests. Tommy's twisted. Wait, what? What would we do? Tommy's twisted. It wasn't test trivia. That's it. The test doesn't feel fun. (laughs) Tommy's uh, uh, twisted exams. (laughs) Wait, this is so funny. I'm looking at the Wikipedia for Butch Vig, and it says, uh, best known as drummer of Garbage and the producer of the diamond-selling Nirvana album Nevermind. His work on the latter earned him the nickname The Nevermind Man. (laughs) (laughs) A brilliant nickname. (laughs) Who comes up with this shit? That's good stuff, man. That is fucking hilarious. That's like, that's is, like is, you, is that for real? Like, it's on Google. <laughs> that's like an insult. It's, it's, oh, look, it's the Nevermind Man. That's like what Sheen would call somebody. That sucks. 
how did garbage uh, get their name? As Vig, Marker, and Erickson began playing and producing material for their new band, the name Garbage was born from a friend stating that their music sounds like garbage. <laughs> These people really go through the ringer, huh? <laughs> With friends like theirs, who needs fucking enemies, huh? Um, yeah. Hey, Garbage, great band. We're sorry you didn't get a full episode, but this is what you I get. I think Special's my favorite of those songs that we mentioned, but some great tunes, very much up my alley of kind of 90s, grungy woman singing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm into Garbage. I feel like cool I think band. I'm Much paranoid. like Jeff Sheen's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. Let's end the podcast by just fucking burning it all down, man. <laughs> Fuck everything. <laughs> let's talk all that talk. <laughs> let's let's get up, real Olivia, right at the end. <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo. Let's go. Well... You know what? Bobby, go ahead and say your little fucking piece, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and shit on your dear friends for having a nice little moment. Let let me start by saying I've not heard much uh, Olivia Rodrigo, but everything I have heard, I I really like. I mean, the driver's license song is an instant classic. Yes. Um, but but I do I I gotta say, (laughs) a couple months ago. We we were at a, a cabin for for Mike Robinskoy's bachelor party. Tom Tom and Tommy were there, and uh, before a game of mafia, which highly recommend to any of uh, you listeners out there, check out game. If you got six people and you got nothing to do, you should play some mafia. Very fun. But uh, beforehand, looking we mafia, close. just fucking tell the story. Shut up! Just the last second, of last episode, you're plugging the game mafia. <laughs> this is supposed to be special. Anyway. Beforehand, we were listening to some music in the song "Vampire." Is it "Vampire"? <laughs> yeah, it's "Vampire." On by Olivia Rodrigo, and and at the crescendo part, I look over and just one of the cringiest <laughs> sights I've ever seen. Tom and Tommy really getting into it and kind of singing sort of to each other, but no. but they were too embarrassed God. to do that, so they're just really getting into it together next to each other. And look, the song is great. But that shit was fucking hard to watch. Oh, the Keep things her. that make you cringe in this day and age of <laughs> that would make anyone cringe. If, if your wife could have seen that, you'd be in counseling. She's right seen now. it plenty in this day and age. Oh, you know what makes Bobby cringe? Two friends singing a song, not Israel Palestine. That's not making him cringe. <laughs> Israel Palestine is so cringe. <laughs> Um, Vampire is the best song time. anyone put out this year. Yeah, it's so good. Down yeah. that hill. That Driver's license so rules. Awesome. Good for you rules. Yeah. Um, get him back is great. A lot of great songs on the new album. It's weird. Jeez. I I go up and down with. I mean, there. Not that I go up and down on my feelings about the songs I like. That with this album, every other song I love and hate. <laughs> like there's there's one. I'll, I'll love mm-hmm. one song and then I'll hate. Bad idea. Right. I can't stand. Uh. I'm not a big fan of getting back personally, but I I get it. It's not for it's just not for me. But uh, yeah, Ballad of Home Sweet. I love All American Bitch. That's a great that's a great <laughs> album opener. She got that title from her friend saying she was an All American bitch. <laughs> uh, Vampire, like you said, I think it is the the best song of the year. And I I mean it's weird because we talked about it on the show. But uh, Vampire Empire, wait, is that what that song's called? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, Big that Thief, song yeah. Uh, by Big Thief also rules. It's a vampire year, baby. What album is that? Out, 
uh, it will be on their next. Yeah, one. it's a it, new uh, single. Oh, I haven't heard it yet. Nice. Oh, it's okay. so it's, good. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And they also put on another one called that's the B side of that single called Born for Love and You. That is another yeah. great also Big great. Thief tune. Big Thief just stays putting out good shit. It's crazy. Dude, I think they're like my favorite bands right yes. now. They're they're, so they're way up there for me. I listen to them all the yeah. time. It's great. I, that, yeah. I wanted to see them in LA and I fucking missed it because uh, yeah. I didn't want to go. We need to go, Tommy, when they're when they're here next. We need like uh, hell or high water. Yeah. Um uh, Oh, yeah. And also, it just reminded me talking about pop star Livia Rodrigo. Take a quick detour to say that I saw the film version of the Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I talked about this. You saw it at 1030 in the morning, correct? I, I certainly <laughs> did. <laughs> I, which I, I did a strategic move because I had seen, speaking of <laughs> things that make you cringe, I had seen all these videos from inside the theater of people yeah. like dancing, yeah, they singing, dance. going. Yeah going crazy and i really wanted to see it because i didn't go to the tour um not for any financial reason i totally could have paid for 600 tickets <laughs> and I, just, like, I was sick yeah for the and entire flown moment. to any city in the country that they were <laughs> yeah. doing it to the money was not an issue it was other <laughs> stuff <laughs> <laughs> i had no time i did have time to go to a movie theater <laughs> <laughs> to go see a two hour and 48 minute concert <laughs> film uh are there trailers for that like uh, do they, dude, do they the is it like a regular is... so so this is something that i'll say first of all the trailer for taylor swift has been playing in front of every movie at williamsburg cinema so i've seen it many times mm-hmm. uh, and i often go to movies with my my friend wes haney and we always laugh at the same moment because the way the trailer is cut it is so lame and at one point they just have her going Welcome to the acoustic set. Oh <laughs> no! Like the most embarrassing. Thing. <laughs> and then there's this uh, there's this piece of stage banter that she does in the in the movie. And I guess she said every day the tour. She's like, so my friend was like, are you just gonna like do a show where you play a song from every album? And she's like, yeah, it's called the Eras Tour. <laughs> and so she, oh, that's and, brutal. It's like. It's all very lame. Um, It'd be funny if when uh, she says the welcome to the acoustic, you hear people screaming out, Judas! <laughs> Reverse <Mom Bill>. yeah. <laughs> I don't believe you. I don't believe you. You're a liar. Play it soft. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I went. I didn't want it to be a crazy teenager thing. So I went at 1040 in the morning at the Regal in Union Square. Yeah. And uh, let me just say, thank God for kiosks where you don't have to talk to someone to buy a ticket. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to go one to Taylor Swift Harris tour at 10 in the morning. (laughs) Big shout out to kiosks. (laughs) Kiosks and mafia are the stars of today's show. (laughs) I feel like if I if I had bought it at the uh, at the counter, she would have like pressed the alarm at the bank when someone's <laughs> yeah. robbing you, and you press sure. the silent alarm. <laughs> Do you know if they show Taylor's feet in this? <laughs> oh I would like my money back. <laughs> there you go, Tom. You redeemed yourself. Hey, I finally. told you thirty minutes in, baby. I need the coffee to hit. <laughs> <laughs> so let's so yeah, see i go uh i go up to the concession stand and i'm like can i get a popcorn and a drink she's like do you want the taylor swift era's souvenir popcorn and a drink and i wanted it so bad oh, no. I was like, no. oh treat yourself 
and it was the same price and i oh. just couldn't do it i had too much shame um Tommy. <laughs> dude you'd have to you'd have to carry it home too you know well, that's like, the thing i yeah, ended up on the tough. train and i also it was a rainy day i also uh went i sprinted for the train and slipped and fell in front of a bunch of people which imagine if i'd been holding a fucking taylor swift <laughs> yeah. bucket so that's so what it is like, it's a it's a tailor is it like a plastic thing that you get like it's, it's a like souvenir a thing. popcorn bucket and a soda thing that they're like souvenir like when you go to like a mets game you can get the souvenir gotcha. so it's like you can save them and rewash them and stuff sure um but I did not get it. So I go in there at the theater and it's literally just, it's six people. It is one gay couple in full era's merch. Yeah. One mom and two kids and me. And that is nice. the entirety of the theater at 1040 AM. And you're all, all sitting like as far <laughs> as you could. From each other. I like you guys all sitting together. <laughs> Really making a show. It's like a it's like a comedy show where the the usher's like, please everybody move up. <laughs> It'll, the show will be so much more fun. <laughs> but yeah, so they do. I didn't think there would be trailers because she did this thing where she didn't sell it to a studio. She sold it directly to the theaters. Oh, um, I did not know that. Which was a very savvy move because she's going to make like a billion dollars off of it. Uh, but because of that, I thought they wouldn't show trailers, but they sure did show 20 minutes of trailers. They uh, did a Taylor Swift trivia before, nice. uh, which I shared on Twitter, but it was very funny because it was like, when did Taylor <laughs> debut her iconic red lipstick look? And one of the options was 1989, 1989 the year she was born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which was very funny. Um, yeah, like 20 minutes of trailers. It started at 11 and it's literally two hours and 48 minutes. Good and Lord. it's just like. Man. wild how long it is i thought it was incredible it's a crazy spectacle it was at sofi and like just like the sets and the lighting it was just like it was cool to see in a theater it was a big big thing there was i, w- I would have changed the set list a little bit but she ignores my letters um, <laughs> <laughs> was it all one show tommy did you say it was at sofi the la so there theater? was three shows uh put together but okay kind of try to make it appear to be one show okay um but yeah there's like a million dancers and backup musicians. It's just like a big production, which is cool to see. There's this one backup dancer that made me laugh every time I saw him because he's like a man in his 40s and he has this really lame, like Keith Urban hair. And he's just smiling the entire three hours. And it's like, <laughs> you know, that they told him, like, and then whenever he's in frame with Taylor, he mouths along to the words, no mic, but only when he's in frame with her. <laughs> really hard. Um, <laughs> The funniest part, though, to me was during Evermore, which is my least favorite Taylor Swift album and at the low point of the film to me because they made that section like 15 to 20 minutes long. But there's this one song, it's like a breakup song, and she has one of her backup dancers who who is a black man playing like her boyfriend that she's mad at in the song. And he's just like, they have this like fake dinner table set up and she's like scream, singing, yelling, angry at him. And he's just like, has to just like take it and just be like, like doing all these movements, like, no, you're wrong, but he can't say anything. <laughs> and it was just such a funny Taylor Swift thing of like, you're just having you like get 50,000 people really mad at this man. <laughs> it's just your can't defend himself. It's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I very much enjoyed it. It was nice to see the old. I wish it was more about the old songs, but she had to kind of push the new albums. So sure. There's a lot of folklore evermore. 
midnight stuff in there, which is not my favorite, Did but she, it was cool to see. You know, not to, you know, spoil, spoiler alert for people, if you don't want to know the track list, skip ahead, but uh, is is Delicate in there? Uh, I don't think so. There I'm, out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm <laughs> out. <laughs> There's only like a handful of Taylor songs I really like. and that's, It uh, might have been. I could be misremembering that. Well, then but, I'll um, watch the entire three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought Lover got the short shit. That he only, I think she only played three songs from Lover, which I was bummed about because there are a bunch of great tunes on yeah. there. Yeah, that's the album uh, that, made me, uh, that made me open my eyes <laughs> to, to what was possible. Well, I think it's because she wanted to open with Cruel Summer. Um, sure. Which makes sense because that's like it's literally on the on pop radio now, even though it was released five years ago. Yeah. It's like just in regular rotation with all the new songs, which mm-hmm. is pretty impressive. It's a great but, song, Bobby. What do you think about "Cruel Summer"? Do you have any thoughts uh, on Taylor? Uh, well, my uh, ex was very into Taylor, and the songs that she played off the new album, I thought they were all great. I've never really listened to to Taylor Swift that much, but everything I've heard is good. But one thing that's funny about what Tommy was saying in that. Uh, that like vignette where she's yelling at the the boyfriend or whatever is my ex. One of the things she loves so much about Taylor Swift is that all of her breakup songs, there's no um, introspection whatsoever. She's just <laughs> like, fuck you. You fucked up. Yeah. Everything you did is wrong and, and you're going to be, you're going to regret it. And there's not, ne- there's never a shred of like, um, like, Hmm, what, what was my part in this or whatever? So it's like very cathartic, I guess. And, yeah. and I just, I, I kind of thought that was, I think that's cool too. And it's what you described. It's like, so she hires this guy to sit down so she can yell at him. And he, of course, has no microphone or anything. So it's just like, it's like, oh, I guess that is. Everyone that is, is on her vibe. side. Yeah. yeah. There should be one guy in the There's crowd. Like, Let him talk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before in cruel summer she pauses for a minute and she's like we're about to get to the first bridge of the night and everyone goes crazy and it's so funny that she got a bunch of teenage girls to like love bridges yeah. in songwriting <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah great. overall i would say it was a 15 out of 10 and wow. <laughs> did a great job <laughs> uh, but it was a fun experience to go by myself <laughs> 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 Next up, speaking of big productions, we have, let's do a little test. I think Tom knows this already, but I'm not sure. Bobby, do you know who is playing the Super Bowl halftime show this year? Oh, shoot. Um, I, did, I did at one point, but I can't. Uh, wait. I was, it was someone I was kind of, oh, Usher, right? Usher, Usher is yeah, the next yeah. person that we I was surprised that I didn't realize that he was that relevant anymore that he well would i was also surprised by yeah well yeah. But they do this with the super bowl i feel like where it's like they had shakir when they did shakir and j-lo it's like they didn't have anything i don't think like That's that true. pressure like it's this is the perfect time i think for usher to be doing it where he has a fuckload of hits that people are gonna be like oh yeah, yeah i forgot about this i'm thrilled. Yeah, especially yeah i'm thrilled baby i love usher i can't believe we never did a full episode on him and i was like there was a second where I was like, maybe we just do that today, but because uh, he's got banger after banger. We were just talking about because I'm going to back to Vegas in January. We were seeing if maybe his residency will be happening then because he has a Vegas residency, and cool. I was like, that's a show I would love to see because I was obsessed with Usher when I was a boy. I wanted to dance like him, and uh, I could. I was doing it, and uh, I just gave up. I I kind of quit doing that, but uh, <laughs> the the. Uh, you know his uh his catalog is crazy. Confessions was such a big fucking moment for me, 
Were you, were you which an Usher one, man? What album is Yeah on? I believe that is off of uh, Confessions. Okay. Let me I remember him that. being when I was a kid, like <clears throat> all everyone liked him. He was like 15 or 16, and all the girls like in my classes liked him when he was when he first started. Yeah. And I kind of always thought he was just like some sort of teen idol flash in the pan or whatever. And then when I was in college, I actually grew to hate that song, yeah, because it, they played <laughs> at the bars constantly. I mean, they yeah. just played it constantly, you True. know. But it was such it was a fucking jam. You know, you know, and it's like, oh, this guy's actually like legit. He he's not just like a cute boy for little girls to listen to. You know? Yeah, no, it's he's he's fucking cool, man. And I like the old the older Usher shit is more where I said I was right. It was off of Confessions, even though I was like, it doesn't fit with that album because that album is very. Uh, it's like a sad boy album for the most part, and then yeah, is oh. in there, and it's like it pops off. Oh, my boo is on that album too, man. I gotta go back and listen to this. Um, but I was I really I name you another Usher song other than yeah. I think you would know. I think because uh, oh. he had a bunch of hits. He had uh, "You Remind Me." Uh, that was a big one. The "You Remind Me of a Girl." Nah, nah, one's new. But the one that uh, his, I think his first big one was "You Make Me Wanna." Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that one was that was a big awesome. One. Uh, yeah, he, that was that was huge. He his first album is from 1994, which is nuts. yeah. That's what I mean. Like I was a fucking thirty years. Kid. Yeah, yeah. Thirty years of Usher. That's crazy. Man, that is nuts. Uh, but you, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was fifteen. That's yeah. crazy. Wait, 45. how old is Usher? Forty-five. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I yeah. thought so too. Yeah, that's. Not, I mean, he looks like a child in the on the first album yeah. cover. But yeah. uh, 1997's "My Way" is where the uh, the song you make me wanna comes okay. from, and I fucking love that song. And then the other one that uh, that hit me hard was uh, so I loved. Oh, you got it bad was the video. I remember mm. seeing that uh, where he's like in the rain with that model. He's dancing and That's he's a classic. kicking up the water, and it looks so fucking cool. Uh, you don't have to call. It's also a good. You don't mm-hmm. have to call. It's okay, girl. Uh, he has a lot of songs with you as the in there. That was like his big thing was just using the you instead of spelling oh, like out Prince. Y-O-U. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. he fucking rules. He's got a million hits. I think that Super Bowl show is going to be fucking nuts. I really do. I yeah. wonder if he'll bring out. Uh, Wait, who did he do My Boo with? Is that Ashanti? I am actually really worried if it's going to be so good that it will impact the Bears' performance in the second <laughs> half. Uh, yeah, the team will be too uh, jazzed up to perform. Anyway, they'll be danced out. Because they'll have won 14 in a row at that point. And like, <laughs> they don't want to disrupt that momentum. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, I'm sure it came up while I was uh, using the restroom. But Confessions Part Two, one yeah. of the greatest. So we we briefly touched on it because Bobby asked what uh, album Yeah was on. Because Yeah is a ubiquitous like everybody. It's everywhere. Yeah. At any station, I feel like would play. My I mean not country stations, but like yeah. my mom loved it, and that's not a type of music. I remember it yeah. coming on. We were <laughs> in the car, and she cranked it up, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is cool." <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, it's uh it's it's just a it's a all time banger. But Confessions itself, I mean, Burn is fucking great. Superstar is great. Uh, but the song, yeah, Con- Confessions is so good. Man, I kind of want to listen to that right after this show ends. Throwback featuring Jada Kiss. Oh, yeah. 
just a banger of an album. One of the first albums that I bought that I would listen to front to back over and over again. Really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, that's Usher. Huge fan. No, no uh, critique. No I don't want to look up. Uh, I'm sure he's had some uh, controversies if I look it up. I mean, his he famously cheated in uh, the that inspired confessions, but mm-hmm. yeah. But yes, as a young Catholic man, hearing about confessions in a cool way was nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, confessions aren't just for stuffy old church ladies; they're for cool guys. <laughs> I never paid attention to the lyrics of the song, but I assume that they were about These are my classic confessions. <laughs> I, I cursed at my sister. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always I mean to my sister. Yeah. Second grade confession. Yep. <laughs> I remember having I to make you, one up because I was so like I don't know what to tell this guy. Well, because so. you're fucking eight. Yeah. Exactly. Like, how many sins can you have? Yeah, like, I stole quarters <laughs> yeah. from my grandma. Did I ever tell you the story about my first confession? That was fucked up. Actually, I'm a burn. (laughs) I wanted to play video games at the grocery store. (laughs) All right. (laughs) My first confession, I was in I was in there for 20 minutes and they the the people waiting in line had to knock on the door to get me out. And I came out crying and my mom took me to back to the pew and is like, You you don't ever have to do that again. (laughs) What the fuck did you do? Tell them shit for 20 Masturbation. <laughs> At eight? Oh, wait, how old? Yeah, I've, I've known how to do it for as long as I can remember. <laughs> Truly. That's preschool and shit. On. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> All yeah, right. And, and, Green Day. And it's like in the movies, you think you're going to sit they, they're behind a screen or whatever. It's like, nope, I just had to sit across from the man. Oh, and, shit. And tell the first person I've ever vocalized what I do with my dick in private. And I don't mean to, you know stereotype these catholic priests but do you, do you really want to get into the nitty gritty of what you were doing down there <laughs> he's oh like <laughs> that's why it took so long we're having fun here yeah, that's a good time all right <laughs> okay the next one uh someone put real big fish slash sky in general if yeah, I, I I'll say this. I I never had a real ska phase. I remember enjoying it when it the era of like the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games, yeah. and then I remember it would pop up in like two thousand three to like two thousand nine uh, romantic comedies. Like uh, it would just be a thing that like it it would just yeah. popped up in there, and I enjoyed it then. I never went any deeper than that. I did. I, we did cherry popping daddies on here. Was that sky? I don't remember. No, now. that's like swings. That's that swing was a, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Have we done any sky? We've definitely done some sky on the show. I, I, I definitely had a phase. A brief did rancid. Phase. Oh yeah, that's that counts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was really into um, Catch Twenty Two for a little while, and um, I liked I liked Less Than Jake a lot. And there was another sky band. Well, I mean, like Leftover Crack is kind of sky e. But I I always liked it. By the way, is that sound fucking you? Can you hear that sound? I can't, like I can't hear outside? it. No. Okay, great. So yeah, I, I had like a two, a two year phase of really being into it. Some people, some um, popular comedians are super <laughs> into it right now, and it kind of fucking drives me nuts because it seems awful. Careful, affected, careful. But, you know, um, I remember what about you, Tommy? real big fish. I had one of their CDs. I had Cheer Up. And I remember really liking it. I'm trying to look at the track list right now. They had, 
you you guys are gonna laugh, but they had a song that I really liked called "Drunk Again." <laughs> <laughs> Dove again, Dove. <laughs> I'm trying to think uh, of, yeah, if I know any of these, time. if I know any of their songs. I see the song called "Somebody Loved Me," but I was thinking of the Toy Story song that is uh, very sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember liking that album. That sellout was a great tune, not on there, but uh, yeah, I, I, my, I had a cousin who was in a ska band at one point. I, I like the ska a little bit. It's fun. Never my personal yeah. thing, but I never hated it. Yeah, I'm not tracking it down. I'm not. Uh, I'm not looking for it. But when it's on, I'm not pissed. I'm not fucking <laughs> losing my shit. Um, okay, we're gonna do three more. I, I took off a couple of the suggestions just because I don't think that. Uh, I think we both know which one we have to end on, right? Hold on, uh, let me, put it in let the chat. Know. Yeah, I'll put it in the chat because um, there was one that yeah. I was like, I, even though we've we have talked about it on the main feed, I I still think uh, it'll be. It was requested, and I I agree that it should be maybe covered one last okay. time. So before. yeah, maybe four more. Um, but yeah, I took off a couple of them because I don't think we had time to. Given bands I hadn't heard of or that I didn't think anyone would have heard of or that yeah. there was a couple that we had talked about. So we're going to do four more real rapid fire. Uh, we're going to start with The Shins. Oh, I didn't uh, even see somebody put that in there. I love that. Somebody put The Shins. I love The Shins. Yeah, man. Uh, it, Caring two is, albums. in fact, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what did you I, say? I said Caring is, in fact, creepy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the song, right? Now I'm like, am I a dumbass? That, oh, yeah, the, there it is. The, the song from um, the the Garden, Garden State. State. There's two songs. It's all time classic. New slang is in there. Yeah, and then New I think slang. and then I think carrying is creepy is the other one. Unless I'm a is it maybe one dumbass. Uh, new sl- or wait, maybe it's a it's a I think I so. New slang is the one that Natalie Portman is like. This will change your life. That's yes. The, yeah. I, I think there was another one on the soundtrack. There is another one. Now I'm uh now I'm having trouble remembering which one it is, but uh. Yeah, I'm I'm an idiot. Like, uh, I mean, I'm I'm a sucker for like Garden State. Fucking got me into the Shins, and then it was like, yeah, right at that time when I was in college, a bunch of people were into the Shins and got me into them. And uh, Wincing the Night Away, fucking rules. Uh, it's shoots too narrow. It's great. I love the song Sleeping yeah. Lessons. Yeah, I was really into the Shins for a minute. So yeah, Karen, you were right. Caring is Creepy was the other song on the soundtrack. Oh, oh Inverted World was wait. the album with those two tracks. Nice. And then Kissing the Lipless is the... I thought that for a second that maybe that was it. But no, it is Caring is Creepy. And uh, yeah, that song rules. Both songs are great. Um, what a great yeah. band. I don't. Yeah, I, I feel like rule. I fell off on them a little bit. I need to make a little Shins playlist to put on. Because for a minute, that was just my walking around tunes, man. Yeah. I still listen to that new slang song all the time. It's on That's my so it's good. on my like all time shuffle, so I, yeah. it comes up all the time. I yeah, I think they had time. three genuinely great albums. Those first three, because yeah. uh, Wednesday Night Away has like Phantom Limb and some great yeah. songs. Shoots to there has awesome shit. And, and then I think I didn't listen to any of the <laughs> last three. They have six albums. And I only listened to the first three. They have a 2012 album. Twenty. I didn't even know they had a 2018 and 2017 album. I don't like the names of. Uh, 2018 and 2017's albums. 2017's album is uh, Heartworms, and then 2018's album is The Worm's Heart. What the hell? <laughs> hey, no. Big no. <laughs> Next they, band, uh, Tommy. They fucked it. The last thing I'll say is that James Mercer, uh, the front man of the Shins, had, a, had a, another 
band called Broken Bells. Oh yeah, that, I remember. Oh Broken yeah, Bells. I didn't. They, know they had at the least one song I really liked that I'm trying to find. Yeah, what was that big Broken Bells song? It was on all the. I feel like it was on every fucking indie like college station for a minute. Uh, it was. I cannot find it right now, but yeah. So James Mercer, great voice, made some great tunes. What the shame he will die. Is, the, is it month. the high road? Oh, it is. The, it's the high road. I think. <laughs> Let me play a little bit of it for the people at home. You people remember. It was a great song. Yeah, that, that one. Yeah, it's a great rules. tune. All right. Three more left. We're going to next go to Nicki Minaj, Barbie. Oh, shit. Um, Nicki Minaj, well, I will say, her verse on Monster. Yeah. When I heard that for the first time, I thought that she was. <laughs> that was That is like one of the coolest things ever. Just like yes. to, with with who's on that song, yeah. just to have the best verse when it's like Kanye, Jay-Z. Like, it, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I still listen to that and get hyped up. 50K for a verse, oh, yeah. no album out. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I that's what uh, <laughs> this podcast, we uh, the first episode, we were like 50K per verse. We made so much. It was nothing that <laughs> couldn't hold the line. Um, no, she that ruled, and then I feel like everything she did after that, I kind of fell off. <laughs> like, I, I, every time I – I've never like listened to her albums or – or anything but like that starship song that's a fun song Mm -hmm. and she's just she's like a good rap i mean everything i've heard by her i love and she's fucking hot so (laughs) great rapper a plus from Uh, baba sure starships i feel like that is that the thing so she put that verse oh that is a good song it's weird because i remember this criticism coming up uh after the fact because that that uh, verse is so sick, and then Starships comes out, and it's so different. It's like a poppy sort yeah. of sound, and it's not anything like what we came to, what we were hoping for. I think, yeah. And uh, yeah. so that kind of fucked things up a little bit. But uh, I mean, I like the Starship song; it's a good time. Yeah, it's just a it's a cool pop song. I don't remember her Barbie song. Is it the main theme? Like on the Barbie movie? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Did you see the Barbie movie, um, Bobby? She no, she raps on she raps on the one that's like remixes the Barbie girl song. Okay, um, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that was her thing was she always called herself Barbie. So that's why yeah. it was like right. yeah. nice. She also does okay. a great English accent. Is that true? She's always doing an English accent in her songs, and it's like it's like a really good English accent. <laughs> Well, she got her start on the British office. I don't know <laughs> yeah, she was. She was. Uh, wait, damn it! I can't remember the name of the fucking old lady. <laughs> Fuck. Phyllis. Phyllis. Yeah, she was yeah. Phyllis in the pretty. God damn it! Picture I said that and knew the name. Man, what a podcast this would be. Too bad I blew it right at the end. <laughs> really had a peak in the middle, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one remark at thirty minutes. Yeah, it's a nice bell curve that yep. you've done. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we need two more. This next one, one of my, another one of my favorite bands of my youth that we never talked about on here, and that is 
Evanston, Illinois' own, at least the front man, Pearl Jam. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Pearl Eddie Vedder, Jam. One of the great Cubs fans in our culture. We'll always <laughs> love him for that. Yes. Sure is. Well, per- Pearl Jam is remains the greatest concert that I've ever seen in my wow. life. Wow. I saw him at United Center on the binaural tour. I also saw him at the UC. I wonder if it was the same tour. Interesting. It was it was it was my freshman year in high school, so you'd have been very young. It was like ninety-nine. Okay, it was probably later than that. Yeah, nine or two (laughs) thousand, something like that. But but they um one thing I always say about Pearl Jam, and I've always been a fan of theirs, but they are one of the very few bands I truly think sounds better live than on record. They are so they're amazing live. live. Yeah. And their live albums are, I mean, if you remember, they were doing that thing for a while where they like would sell every one of their live performances as a, as a standalone album. And their live albums are just out of this world. So good. Uh Oh, Bobby did freeze up. He froze up there for a second. Oh, I just said huge fan. Can you hear me now? Yeah. 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 You're good. Yeah. Yeah. I just Uh, said, love them. They're awesome. Huge fan. Yeah. Um, I think I must've seen them. Maybe at the next tour, maybe it was Riot Act, but uh, I remember it being such an amazing show. Like the guitar solos they do on that, and they covered "Rocking in the Free World," which I knew they do a lot. Oh, yeah. But that was so sick, and like, yeah, they just have so many, so many great songs that when you see them live, it's just like, oh my god, I know. Like, they obviously play new stuff, but they have so many songs you know and love. Um, and then they'll play "Yellow Lead Better" with all the lights on at the end. I remember they did yeah. some, and that was like amazing. His voice is—people make fun of it, but it's so great. No, his voice, is, and he started that whole voice movement. Yes. you know, for for better or worse. But I mean, he's the guy who did it, and it's it's kind of funny to think back because I remember you, and I I don't want to belabor this, but you guys were probably don't remember this, but when they came out and Stone Temple Pilots, very oh shit. Yeah, we lost you for a second here, Bobby. We lost you. What? There. Oh shit! Yeah, Stone Temple. You, you said they Stone came, Temple yeah, Pilots. Stone Temple Pilots was the last thing. Yeah. Okay. They when they came on. Can you hear me now? Yep. Yeah. Um, the rap on and Scott Weiland was that he sounded exactly like Eddie Vedder, and I remember agreeing. And now I go back and listen. It's like they sound nothing alike, but it's because that vocal style has become so popular or had become that like everyone sounded like a variation of that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think like Creed. Yeah. Kind of, you know, Scott like, kind of doing a similar thing made it uncool. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, oh, good point. Yeah. yeah, that's that's very true. The Lifehouse guy was kind of doing that voice too. Now that I think about it, or what was the? If I could, then I would. I go <laughs> oh, wherever yeah. you will go. That's, that's not Lifehouse. Who is that? Not fuck. That's gonna drive me nuts. All that's those bands are like interchangeable. With those songs. How dare you? Um. <laughs> no. Oh my uh, god. Uh. I've, sorry, just saying Stone Temple Pilots. I had to look this online to make sure that I didn't make this up because it's such a ridiculous thing. But I had a big Stone Temple Pilots phase when I was into all the grunge bands like Pearl Jam, Smash Pumpkins, all that stuff. And I remember I was reading up on them. And the original the original STP, what it stood for originally. Bobby, do you know this? The STP? Yeah, it had a different acronym. It was a different no, acronym for something different. Oh, it was I, have what was it? I have a guess. Tom, do you want to guess? Yeah. Uh, save the police. <laughs> <laughs> I know with with Sublime, it's secret secret tweaker pad. Um, STP for Stone Temple Pilots was originally 
Shirley Temple's pussy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I remember, like, even in high school, being like, "That is so <laughs> fucked up and weird." <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> oh, that's tough, man. <laughs> that's brutal. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, before we move off of Frail Jam, yeah. just like ten has a million great songs versus. I mean, Vitalogy has some weird stuff, but some great songs. Yeah, I, I think um, oh, I think sorry. Versus might be my favorite, just because it has daughters, and I was a big fan of Glorified G and Elderly Woman. Uh, a bunch of great tunes on that, but Dissident Jam rules. too. I think Versus is Dissident, my favorite yeah. too. Yeah, great tune. Um, but yeah, Pearl Jam rules. I, Tom, are you a Pearl Jam guy? My only, uh, well, I it, they're a band that anytime anything comes on from them, I love it. I never put it on myself. I'm never like, oh, I gotta listen to Pearl Jam today. And I, I think I'm going to start because hearing all the tracks you just listed, I was, and now looking through their shit, I'm like, every time one of these songs comes on, I listen. And a testament to how much how great they are is uh, Bill Simmons uses their music for his theme song yeah. and i let it play every time and i love it <laughs> <laughs> that's <Pearl> I listen. <laughs> here's our friends pearl jim um yeah and then i listen to him uh just fucking disrespect my colts <laughs> left and right <laughs> and more man new, he uh, hates the bears oh is that right I'd like to read Stephen hyden just put out a book about them that i'll definitely be reading at some point um final pearl jam anecdote my favorite band shirt i ever had i had this shirt that was like a retro pearl jam it just said pearl jam seattle washington 1990 on it and i thought it was like the coolest thing i owned uh, for a long time i love pearl jam um all right final one in our second to last episode yes we have to spend some time we did an episode about them but it was it was mid, and uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do a quick, quick talk about Nickelback, Bobby. Uh, yeah. I, I want to have any thoughts really quickly. Or Tom, you go first. I just want to point out that uh, I was kidding because Toby did the Patreon version, but we also did a main feed because our our friend and listener and Patreon supporter uh, supporter Toby did an episode about Nickelback. It was great, and then we did a main feed episode that uh, was also a fun time. But I, I just, I didn't want Toby to think we were calling his episode Miz. No, no, no. <laughs> I was making a joke about our guest. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was it in Shane? No, no, it was not. Shane. Oh, I thought Shane did Nickelback. Maybe he did in one of the cost. Or cost oh contests. yeah, he did. One, I, I like rock stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and my thoughts on Nickelback is they they fucking rule like too to, too bad too bad is a straight up great song. This is how you remind me is a yeah. great song. Love that song. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so good. But photograph is a dorky song. <laughs> yeah, I don't like and, photograph. And, like, I'm not look look. I'm not listening to Nickelback like albums, but I know probably four or five songs, and three of them are killer jams. Like yeah. they're they're good. They do their job. I like when they rock out, man. Yeah. How You Remind Me is great. I hate Photograph. We've talked photograph about Rockstar a million times now on the show, and I love yeah. it. Boodum, boodum, boodum. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a quesadilla. <laughs> Chad Kroger. Uh, yeah, I think he got a lot of shit for having the Kurt Cobain look and not being uh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> 
Um, well, we've talked about what he did uh, in the previous shows, but like part of what makes them so uncool is he listened to the radio. He said, "I want to make a pop. I want to make a popular song. I'm going to listen to what's in the top, like on the t- topping the charts right now, and boil it down to its essence and do that." Hmm. And he succeeded. And it's like, I mean, what are we going to do? He did a good job with it. I thought. I think yeah. how you remind me is a killer song. It's great. Yeah, yeah, um, it was great too. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's like what Bobby just said. I'm not, I'm not listening to their albums or going through their discography, and but they have a fuckload of albums. I had no idea uh, that they, they really? put so much shit out. Yeah, they have. Uh, they put out an album last year. Get rolling. Uh, 2017. Oh, wow. They have a live from Red Rocks. <laughs> That's a funny venue for them to do. <laughs> you feel like um, people who do Red Rocks are kind of cool usually. And then <laughs> we saw Nickelback at Red Rocks. I'm going to the Brooklyn uh, Hall of Music or Williamsburg Hall of Music to see (laughs) Nickelback. Um, Yeah, but they became a joke for uh, because of uh, movies. It became an easy kind of like hacky, like quoting Borat joke to uh, yeah to make fun of them. And uh, I feel for them. Um, (laughs) I'm sure they're doing all right. They're not. I talked to Chad. They are fucked. They are uh, fucked. <laughs> <laughs> they described their with some wise, yeah, some wise words from Chad Kroger. Uh, this, these are some lyrics that touched me personally. He said, if everyone cared and nobody cried, if everyone loved and nobody lied, if everyone shared and swallowed their pride, then we'd see the day when nobody died wow i just got goosebumps of all also it's like that doesn't people that just die of old age and shit (laughs) that doesn't make any sense it would stop death (laughs) we gotta end that also i i'm sorry we don't want to end death that would fuck the world up we need death (laughs) like (laughs) we have limited resources that is so funny i'm like i'm listening along as tommy's doing i'm like okay it's corny but i mean he's right about all this stuff definitely right (laughs) <laughs> that last line. <laughs> D nobody died. <laughs> that That's tough. Right? One of my favorite bad lyrics ever. Uh, it's really good. It's such like a child's yeah. point of view. It's funny because it's like his version of Imagine. <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> nobody oh, died, man. and he pinned that, and he's like, "This is gonna fucking change minds, man." <laughs> And nobody lied. Wait till they hear this in Jerusalem. <laughs> we need both death and we need people to lie sometimes. When you when your <laughs> fellas, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> when your girl talking about, do I look fat in this dress? <laughs> oh oh boy. Great episode, boys. This was a good time. Um, yes, we got through a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, and uh, hopefully we we talked about what you wanted to hear about. Uh, sorry that Bobby didn't really bring it today. He phoned it in. <laughs> <laughs> I think second to last episode, he'd really show up to the plate. But anyway, told you guys about my childhood trauma. <laughs> what more could you possibly want? Had to hear about him telling his priest about. <laughs> go ahead. I don't go even ahead want to land say the plane. I don't even want to say it. <laughs> Hon- honking his horn for. <laughs> <laughs> Honking my horn. That's not bad. That's a fun playing thing. the slide whistle more like you know. <laughs> Bobby, give us your promotions. 
Oh, um, Django Django Gold's album is on uh, YouTube, and so so is mine. Uh, Bobby Condon greatest hits on YouTube. Check it out. Highly wrecked. Oh, and, and Instagram Bobby Condon. That's me on Instagram. Yes, and Bobby will be in Boston, Mass, uh, November. Oh, yeah. What is it? Second and third, or third and fourth, something like that. Uh it is. Uh, shit. The next. It's the. Ah, shit. Third and fourth. Third and fourth. Good. Good looking. Third out, Tom. and fourth. November third. Your brother and uh, Tommy's new special coming out two weeks before my very birthday. You know the what day that is if you're a fan of this show. So no need to give the actual date. <laughs> eleven nine. Uh, yes. Subscribe to my YouTube. Eleven nine. Album the next day. Eleven ten. Very excited about this thing. So please get ready and watch. Hell yeah! And like I said, I'll be in St. Louis at the in mid November. So come out to the Funny Bone. Me and Tommy will be at Vermont Comedy Club to end the year, which will be very fun. Vermont Comedy Club, New Year's Eve that whole weekend. Get your tickets now. I had to postpone slash cancel uh, my Boston and DC trip, but uh, the, there'll be new dates for those coming soon. Um, all right, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Keep it crispy. Bye. Bye.